Welcome to the Dolly Mama and the Millennials. And today I have Josh with me. Hi, Josh. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Josh, if you can remember, is the third of our four children. And he is almost going to be graduating from college with a psychology degree from... Monmouth University. Yeah, which is right here in New Jersey. And today we're going to be talking about something that is not the easiest subject, um, but... All of your issues. All of my issues, right. I think the last time that we spoke, uh, or one of the times we spoke was all about how great we are as parents, but I think this time I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something that I really struggled with as a parent and as a human being and how it probably affected my kids. So I'm going to ask Josh a question now that I've got you all wondering what it is. Um, Joshua, we know that, well, maybe our audience doesn't know, but I know that I really struggle with a, a generalized anxiety disorder, and I struggled with anxiety for much of your childhood and even still struggle with it somewhat today. Um, it's some better after lots of counseling. So I wanted to sort of delve into the question of how you uh, really saw that my um, my mental illness, my anxiety disorder really played out in my parenting and how it affected you as uh, Joshua gets growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, like we've talked about in the past with that one kind of summer that you had your kind of big, bigger meltdown and kind of realized what was going on with your anxiety. That summer was definitely filled with some problems and also some good things that I personally liked being the introvert that I am because I didn't receive as much attention necessarily that summer and I wasn't being paid attention to like what I was doing. So I got to just sit on my Game Boy all summer inside, which is just what I want to do and not necessarily be prodded by you to go outside and actually do things. So, Right. I Just so for those of you who don't know, there was one summer, I think Joshua was probably around eight or nine, yeah. um, maybe even a little younger than that, maybe six or seven, probably seven. I think it was the summer mm -hmm. after we moved here. So um, I had, for lack of a better word, I had a nervous breakdown. I didn't really leave the house or leave my bedroom for probably a couple months. And so I think Josh was alluding yeah. to the fact that he was not hovered over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. Like the, I think before that I had my kids doing like those summer um, homework. We were just going, doing summer homeworks, being on track, doing it on time, not just cramming it at the end. Right. Uh, like I had we probably did that summer. Right. I had transition books like from second grade to third grade. Yeah. And, they had to do all this. I kept track of how much they read yeah. before they were allowed to have screens. I was very in control of every moment of their summer. So it wasn't all bad for, <laughs> for me necessarily. I joke that it was the best summer of my kids' lives. Yep. We were just eating candy, <laughs> getting pizza every night, you know, playing video games, running right. around, doing probably things we shouldn't be doing. But it was fun. You had a lot fun. of freedom yeah. that summer. Yes. And we lived. So. And, and one thing I think that is true. And you lived yeah. uh, without all of my massive supervision. I don't yeah. think you ate really well. No, probably not. But you lived. And yes. uh, I do think I laugh about that. It's one of my favorite uh, memories of my anxiety. Uh, to, I, I was not laughing then, but I look back and think it was 
of all the summers of their childhood, it was probably their favorite. Yeah. Like most vacations, it probably wasn't sustainable, but it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Right. Um, but then the other things that come to mind are probably things a lot of parents have difficulty with is just giving up control so that the fear aspect that comes with anxiety. So thinking that you need to be in control of everything and have everything nicely wrapped up and, and uh, under your wing. But yeah, basically just there were probably times where we got in, in arguments about your anxiety and your fear of when we would be going out and doing things. And right. I would say I definitely didn't even understand until I went to counseling that um, I was making so many parenting decisions, not necessarily in the healthiest mode to keep you guys safe. And that's a hard call, but really mostly to quell my own anxiety. Um, and I, I did. I, I uh, asked dad a few times, like, is this normal parenting decision where I'm actually uh, making decisions for healthy reasons, or am I just controlling them because I was afraid and I didn't know how else to quell that fear that I had. Um, and dad would, a lot of times he would straighten me out. Um, he did not want to control you. He's the opposite of controlling yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, so that helped, but I definitely believe that. Like I, I think back on probably when I was in transition and I didn't have a great understanding where it was just all about keeping you guys safe because um, my anxiety was that I would, something bad would happen to you mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be okay if something bad happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes with a lot of anxiety, people with anxiety, they just are constantly battling. Am I doing this out of, am I not being crazy or am I being crazy? Um, am I too worried that I'm being crazy? And then now I'm being too relaxed and stuff like that. So having someone there like, like dad, just to reassure you in your actions and stuff, right. even though in the moment you might not agree with them, just having that little buffer right. to, to tell you whether or not the decisions you're making are, right. are and, rational. And that happens. I mean, it's easy to keep kids kind of safe in the younger years. And then as every year goes by and kids naturally um, progress into independence and want more and more independence, I saw myself, um, <clears throat> you know, struggle with that, navigating how to give you your independence and also <laughs> for me not to constantly just be in a complete state of fear. Um, and like I said, it was definitely, I um, tilted toward uh, being anxious and fearful and controlling um, mm. because I, I really did struggle. I, I, a friend of mine had said to me, I am on medication because for the sake of my children and my husband, that it was her gift to them. And I did go on medication for a couple of years. And that probably was helpful during that time so that I just wasn't an absolute control freak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is hard. <laughs> like you tilted towards wanting mm -hmm. control and kids most of the time tilt towards the opposite where they want to have freedom. you not be in control and have freedom. Right. right? So that definitely clashed. And Right. And, but not necessarily all for, for bad reasons. There's obviously periods of time where we wanted freedom in places that we shouldn't have had freedom. Right. So knowing just because you have anxiety doesn't mean that you now need to flip into the opposite direction and give your kids complete freedom and they can do whatever they want. There are certain times where 
kids are kids and they make stupid decisions and you need to try and keep them as safe as possible. So, right. Right. Yeah. Because they don't, what do I, what was my famous saying? They're prefrontal. Yeah. Cortex is not, not fully, fully developed. developed obviously. I said that so many, that was one of yeah. my mantras. Well, your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. It's still not. Fully developed. I know you're still not there. You, not there. Two two years and four yeah. months, Josh. Yeah. Mine might be a little more accelerated. <laughs> yeah, yours might be. I'm just perfect. That's <laughs> you are perfect. Yeah, I yeah. keep forgetting. Um, well, Everyone's everyone thinks they're the exception to the right. Role. Everybody thinks that theirs is. Uh, mine's actually probably going in the opposite direction. <laughs> Mine was probably fully developed. Now is falling off, and I'm not making great choices again. But um, one of the things I would say that definitely changed for me. Um, and I hope that you saw this play out and you can give your take on it. From my perspective, um, once I got counseling and understood that my desire for control was tied up in my anxiety and that I was just trying to control you guys so that I wouldn't uh, have any fear. And that's really not a great way to live your life. There are scary things and you cannot control people to the point that it's not healthy to control people so that you feel safe because then no one would ever leave the house. That, that's mm -hmm. just, that's the level that it can go to. And I do remember very specifically sort of having this breakthrough where I told you guys, Hey, this is really what's going on. I'm just afraid. And I know I'm going to be making some decisions out of that. I don't really want to control you. And I know that's not healthy, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. I will be doing that and you will suffer the consequences of my mental health issues but I'm working on it and I mm. hope I can work towards a place of more freedom. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you kind of remember that? Yeah, I, I definitely do at, at remember it. I don't remember the exact point, but as I got older and like more mature in our relationship developed, I definitely remember that taking place and me realizing that you were kind of self-aware of what was going on in your fears. And that kind of helped me as the kid to be like, well, maybe I can give this gift to you on specific nights where I'm allowing you to not be afraid. And I realize that you're anxious and that that isn't the best for you, but um, that I can kind of give you this gift of not being afraid. Right, you know? right. Like you would come in. Yeah. But then also there's the uh, the other aspect of it where I also had to realize that your anxiety is not healthy for you and I shouldn't be enabling that as well. And I on other nights and other things, just in other aspects of my life, I shouldn't be like limiting. beholden to, to yeah. your anxiety. Right. You shouldn't really limit yourself because of that. And that, that was also a flip for me. I read a book called boundaries, uh, best book ever. And it talked a lot about how no one else is responsible for your health and your well being. And I was really completely responsible for my anxiety. And I, wasn't right for me to um, make everybody else responsible for my health, mental health. Yeah. And so I had to live with my anxiety at times. And I was, I was very mm -hmm. anxious at times when you guys were out um, knowing though, that it was appropriate and proper for you to be out, Yeah. go to, you know, and especially like you or go just, to college, you're yeah. a senior, you get your license and I would say crazy things like it's raining out. Are you sure you have to go out? Tonight? Yeah. Yeah. And, and being in a relationship with someone <clears throat> as well, even though they may have problems, those problems are going to affect you. It's not going to go away. So being respectful of the person that you want to be in a relationship with, it doesn't mean that I just completely disregard the fact, well, you're just anxious and I'm just going to do whatever I want. Right. So, right. so being respectful of the person and right. 
Well, that's you owning your part and yeah. me owning my part. Exactly. And that that was a huge switch for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I thankfully I think that happened uh, towards the end of Jared's senior year. I specifically remember one night telling him, "You have a curfew of twelve because I'm anxious." And so you were in tenth grade at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think your your junior and senior year then were a little bit a little bit different. A little bit different. And then by Rachel, it was even a little bit more different. Uh, so that that is, I do have that vivid memory, and hopefully I can get to talk to, to Jared about that. But um, yeah, so I would I would say that mental health is one of those things that is going to play out um, in your parenting and my parenting. It did, and mm-hmm. and um, I look back, I regret that, but I, there's nothing I can really do about it either. I was only as far along yeah. as I was. You're only as far along as you were, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of went on this journey together. And now you're a psych major. Yes, probably why, right? <laughs> probably why. I have parents who are crazy. Yeah. And that's why it helps Everyone me. does. Yeah. Everyone has parents who are crazy. So, um, well, that's really all we have for this episode. I did want to talk about mental health and parenting and my own personal mental health journey. And and you could say a little prayer as we continue Josh's and my relationship as I have less anxiety yeah. and hopefully he doesn't have any. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you, Josh, for yeah, awesome. Thanks for having doing me this. back. And um, I'm so glad you joined us today. And I just wanted to tell you that if you want to follow me on all of my platforms, just head to my website at www.dollymamanj.com, and that will give you everything that you need to know about this Dolly Mama. Have a great day. Thank you.